Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries with Pastor Roy and Sister Judy Chapman. Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message to bless you and to encourage you. Now join us for this life-changing message as Pastor Chapman teaches on stealing. I'm here to expose the works of the enemy. But it don't do any good to expose if you're not going to do something about it. It's time for God's people to rise up and put a stop to the enemy. Hallelujah. Is there anything ever been stolen in your life? I want to talk to you today about stealing. Brother Chapman, that don't sound real spiritual. Hear me through today. Steal to take from a person. Think about this. Without permission, no legal right. If I had all that had been stolen from me, I'm talking about in the natural now. If I had all that had been stolen from me throughout my life, everyone in this building right now could retire with that amount of money. I'm just being honest. The thief. I said the thief. Don't kid yourself. God uses People, say it. But you cannot say this. The devil does too. Some people listen to him. Uh-huh. The Bible says, you shall not steal. In Exodus 20, 15. You must not steal. Deuteronomy 5 and 19. It says the same thing. I will not ask anyone in this room to raise their hand if they've ever stole anything. But the Bible says to steal is to dishonor God. We're still talking about in the natural, folks. It is to dishonor the Lord. In Proverbs 30 and 9, New Living Translation. If I am too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. What does that tell you? Here's what it tells me. It tells me that God don't want me to be poor. It tells me if you're so poor, you're subject to turn to what? Thievery. God don't want that. 
he don't want you to be poor. If people would get through their heads, God does not want you poor. See, when I was a child, they taught in the church that I was in, the poorer you are, the closer you are to God. The devil is a lie. Are you listening to me? Have you ever looked at somebody living under the bridge down here somewhere and seen them come out and start handing out money to everyone coming up with a car? Just handing out, say, they have a sign. It says, giving out free money. No. They got a sign that says, help, 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 help. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Why? Because they need help. Some really do. Some is just there because they're too lazy to work. Oh, it's quiet in this. <laughs> but they're stealing in the natural. You know, they say that there's more stealing going on right now in America than ever has been. Think about it. Who's going to stop it? Put them in jail. Put them in jail. Put them in jail. Who's going to stop it? God's people. Hello? Get them saved. Hello? Start praying for our country, for things to change. Pray for our leadership. Pray for our police. Hallelujah. Prayer changes things. But I also want to talk to you about the spiritual. In John 10 and 9, Amplified. It says, I am the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved. What is he, Satan, wanting to do, the enemy? He wants to stop you from entering in through the door. He first of all wants to stop you from being saved. He wants to hinder you, keep you out from the door. Who's the door? Jesus. Hallelujah. Says, I am the door. Anyone, that's everyone, who enters in through me, that's Jesus, will be, excuse me, will be saved. Will live. He will come in and he will go out freely. The enemy does not want you free. See, if you go in and you enter that door, you get a hold of Jesus and Jesus gets a hold of you, you're going to be free. I said you're going to be free. Hallelujah. And it says you will find pastors. Now think about pastors. I mean, you know, most of us around here, it's hard for us to think of. We think about our lawn. 
mowing our little grass or having someone else do it or whatever. But we don't think about the, the big luxury pastors with beautiful greenery grass that cattle love to go into. I used to get so thrilled with the cattle and when I used to run cattle because I'd get clover and stuff and I'd plant it. I'd get that pasture land looking so good and have them on the other side fenced off. Oh, Lord. But, brother, when you open the gate, see, God's talking about opening the gate, the door <laughs> for green pasture. I'm talking about good stuff, good life. No bondage. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Them cattle, if you ain't ever been around cattle, they, they really will thrill you if you let them. They kick up their feet <laughs> and run and dance. Oh, they'd have, a, they'd have a show. They'd put it on. They'd be so happy. Hallelujah. But in the pasture of the good life, there is no traps. Hello? There is no bondage. But the enemy does nothing but set traps. He has bondage if you go his direction. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. Psalms 23, 1 and 2, Amplified. The Lord is my shepherd. Listen to this, because this is what the devil wants to stop. To feed God and shield me. Woo! My God's taking care of me. You ought to go ahead and say it. My God is taking care of me. My brother Chapman and I had to get up and go to work, and I got to go to work tomorrow. My God is taking care of me. He's given me the health and the ability to do whatever I'm doing. Oh, I'm so tired Friday evening, Brother Chapman. He's given me the ability to do what I am doing without him giving me the strength I couldn't do. Are you still in the house? Hallelujah. To feed God and shield me. I shall not lack. Ooh, this is the word of God, folks. Verse 2. He makes me. Why? Because I am a child of God. He wants good things for me. So he says, he will make me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. Luxury is what he's talking about. I said luxury. I'm not talking about just barely getting by. Well, if I don't pay the light bill today, they're going to cut it off tomorrow. No, I'm talking about wonderful things. Pay in advance. Owning the electric company. 
Hallelujah. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender green pastures. He leads me because I don't know where all I need to be going. But he knows exactly where I need to be. And he knows when I need to be there. So therefore, I allow him. Oh, I'm just about to shout. I allow him to lead me. Because if he's leading me, I know that there's no problem wherever I'm going. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He leads me beside the still and restful waters. Get this, verse 3. He refreshes. Oh, does anybody need just refreshing? Just need a refreshing. You've been through so much, you just need a refreshing. Refreshes, and listen to this, and restores my life. I don't know about you, but most people in here has had some kind of problem in their life. I've had sometime, I'll say it this way, I've had more in my share and a whole lot of everybody else's. But you know what he came along and done? He restored my life. Hallelujah. Only he could do it. Thank you, Jesus. Restored my life. He lead me in the path of righteousness. What a God. What a God. You ought to say this. I am in the receiving end of good things. Why? Because you have been through the door of salvation. So you are in line. Are you listening to me? You are set up for a blessing. Don't let the devil steal it from you. He'll use people. He'll use animals. Oh, come on, Brother Chapman. Well, even God used a donkey. You think the devil can't do something with an animal? I read in my Bible where all of these pigs were full of the devil. And they ran and drowned themselves. Are you listening to me? The enemy will use anything that he can. But with us, with the power that we got. I said us, with the power that we got. We got to stop him. Revelation 7 and 17. For the lamb on the throne... That's God Almighty. Will be their shepherd. Woo, he's my shepherd. I said, he's my shepherd. Where is he? He's on the throne. What throne? The throne in heaven. The throne also of my heart. Are you still in the house? Hallelujah. He will lead them to springs of life, giving water. Whew. John 10, 10. The thief. Who? The thief, the enemy, 
Satan comes only. What? Only. Oh, he don't come to be your buddy? No. You may think he's your buddy. He makes things look good sometimes. The thief comes only in order. This is amplified. In order to steal, kill, and destroy. See, I wrote down and underlined steal. Because a lot of people, if, you, if they quote that, a lot of people say, well, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That ain't what the Bible says. Because he has to steal Listen to me. He has to steal before he can kill, before he can destroy. Now, the question is, are you and I going to let him steal? On my part and on your part, I'm telling you today, the answer is no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. If he can steal from you, he will eventually get rid of you. Because it says, what? Steal, kill, destroy. So if you allow him to steal from you long enough, or steal from you the right things. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to do away with you. Oh, Brother Chapman, now come on. If he gets you, let me put it this way. If he steals your time. Oh, it's quiet. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I'm just carrying on. If he can steal your time, hello? Now, how's the devil going to steal your time? Get you doing stuff you ain't got no business doing? When you ought to be in church? Or you ought to be praying? Or you ought to be in the Word of God? Amen, Brother Chapman. This is good preaching. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. He wants to steal your joy. Think about it. If he can get your joy, get you down and out, get you depressed, come on. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. So listen to me. If the joy of the Lord is your strength, if he can steal from you the word, he's getting your strength. If he can steal from you to keep you out of church, he can get your joy and he's getting your strength. Hello, somebody. So what's he doing without your strength? Without your joy, guess what happens? 
if you don't have no strength, most of the time you're sick. <laughs> Either spiritually or physically or both. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. John 15, 10 and 11. These things I have spoken to you that my joy, who his joy, may be in you and that your joy may be made full. See, if you don't have the joy of the Lord in you, then you can't be full of joy. Are you listening? Joy is a big thing. Some people say, well, happiness. You can't be happy if you don't have joy. You can't have a happy marriage if there's not joy in your marriage. Hello? What does joy stand for? How many, who can spell joy? I had one person raise their hand. What is it? You're right. She's heard me say it enough. Jesus, what? Over you is joy. If Jesus is not over you in every aspect of your life, then you do not and will not be full of joy. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. He would like to steal your health. He wants to steal your prosperity. He wants to steal your wealth. Are you still in the house? Proverbs 4, 20. My child, listen. Listen, because this is what the, the, the devil wants to steal. My child, pay attention to what I say. Hmm. Listen carefully to my words. What is his words? It's all in the Bible. It's all in the Word of God. My child, you're his child. He's not talking to a sinner. He's talking to his children. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Verse 21, don't lose sight of them. Let them, listen, are you listening? Let them penetrate deep into your heart. If you really get it in you, nobody, not anything, can tear it out. Are you still with me? Not no one, not anyone, to pay attention to someone, you watch them. You watch what they do. So if you're going to pay attention to the Lord, 
You're going to read his word. You're going to pay attention to what he did in his word. And you're going to what? Imitate him. You're going to listen to them. You're going to listen to them. Listening to God is essential. Essential for a walk with God. In Job 36 and 11. If they listen and obey, get this down now. This is New Living Translation. If they listen, what? In other words, be doers. If they listen and obey, God, not man, but God, if they listen and obey God, they will be blessed with prosperity. Are you still here? Throughout their lives, all their years will be blessed. How do you want your years to be? How do you want your years to be? Do you want prosperity? He said, listen and obey. Now we're going back to Proverbs 4, and I'm going to read this this way, all over from 4 to 20 to 22. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Verse 22. For they, listen, for they what? Bring life to those who find them. And healing to their Whole, but not part, but a whole body. We're talking about God's word. Verse 23, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. See, how's your life going? Then you can come back with that scriptures right there and get on the course with God. True prosperity is about living a life fully engaged in the principles laid out in the Word of God. Are you hearing me? That's what it's all about. People say, well, I want to be blessed. Well, then are you living according to the principles of the Word of God? Hallelujah. The enemy wants to steal your time from God. He'll get you too busy. I said he'll get you too busy. He'll put people in your life that'll pull on you, pull from you. You got to run over here. You got to run over there. You got to do this. You got to do that. What are they doing? What are you doing? You're allowing that and them to steal your time that you probably shouldn't be doing half of what you're doing. Oh, everything I do, Brother Chapman, I really need to be doing it. Check your priorities. I tell you right now, I don't have to be doing everything I do. I do it because I 
want to. Hello? I make my own schedule. As my uncle one time, he told me he was retired, and I said, Uncle Louie, can we meet and have lunch? And this particular time, he said, let me check my schedule. I said, Uncle Louie, you ain't got no schedule. You are your schedule. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to get up if you don't want to. You do what you want to do. He said, let me check. I'm serious. My schedule. And see if I can schedule you in. Some of us need to check our schedule. And make sure that, that we have scheduled God in. See, I've got on my Sundays scheduled. When it's church time, I am scheduled. It don't make any difference what time I go to bed. Saturday night. And sometime, my wife accuses me of keeping her up late every night but Saturday night. She cannot accuse me of that on Saturday night. TV never gets turned on on Saturday. I go to bed early. I take my shower at 7.30. Pretty scheduled. And I go to my bed. Last night. And a lot of nights on Saturday. My wife will get her phone out. Y'all think she went to Facebook, but not on Saturdays. That's the other nights. She'll start the music going. And the next thing I know, we're so ripped up. We're about to go up. Telling you the truth. And then after a while, she'll say, Oh my goodness, it's after midnight, but can I just listen to one more? I ain't about to say no. But last night, it's the phone. All afternoon after women's ministry, Lord, have mercy. Anybody missing women's ministry on the first Saturday of the month is missing it, I understand. Guys, I think we should have been there. My wife said something about people getting in the floor. All kinds of stuff. And after she got through with women's meeting, she went and done some stuff with our daughter. And But she was supposed to bring me something to eat. <laughs> and she did bring me something. Was it what, four o'clock? It wasn't our daughter's fault. It's because when she left her daughter, she tells me, she calls me, 
She said, I'm sitting outside the restaurant and I hadn't put the order in yet because I'm talking. She took a trip of glory. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And then she gets off the phone with her brother. She told him the same thing 45 times. I laid there and counted them. I'm exaggerating again. But Mike could probably tell you she told me a lot the same thing. Hallelujah. She says, oh, my goodness, what time is it? I said, it's five minutes to 12. Oh, well, I got some more time. I su- it's a good thing she didn't have your number. She had called you. Your time is important. Caught up in the glory. He wants to steal your time. From the house of God. Are you listening? Your time is important to God and His work. Don't ever forget it. Your time is urgently important to God and His work. You get up and go to work so you can get a paycheck. His work pays more. Are you listening? And I'm not telling you not to go to work because the Bible says if you don't work, don't come to the table. In other words, the Bible says if you don't work, you don't deserve to eat. More people are reading that. (laughs) Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Give time in prayer. Give time to the word. Give time to the church. Give time to fellowship. And that's what she was doing. What was she doing? Fellowshipping with others, Christians. Hallelujah. You are listening to the enemy if you let him steal your time. Ephesians 5 and 16. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. We all live in the same world and we're living in evil times. So it's important for us to use our time wisely. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. We. Maybe I'll write this down. We will give an account. For the way. We use our time. Or manage our time. However you want to say it. We. Will give an account. Think about that. You know, a lot of companies, they put GPS equipment, if you're driving one of their vehicles, on the vehicle, and on that on that little thing that they give you, that you have in the truck or car, or you sometimes they have to carry them, 
You know what it does? It tells them where you're at at all times. So if you stop when you wasn't supposed to, got a hamburger or whatever, they know what you're doing. I'm going to tell you something. Our God don't need GPS. He knows where everything's at. He don't need anything put on you because he's already in you. And he knows every place you're at. And he knows when you're wasting time. Oh, my, my, my. Or when you're utilizing the time. We have to give an account. The enemy comes to steal. The active word of God planted in your heart has the power to produce what it promised. The active, what is it? Active word of God planted in your heart has the power to produce what it has promised. Matthew 13, the chapter talks about Jesus told the parable of sowing and the condition of the heart and how things come into our lives to choke out his word. Hold on. I said, hold on. Through the word of God, it is real life to you. Turn to James. I'm getting ready to close. Turn to James. James 1. We're going to start in 22. And it says, and I'm new living. It says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. That sounds pretty simple. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. Or if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away. Forget what? 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 You forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, wow. And if you do what it says, what? Do what it says. That sounds pretty simple too. And don't forget what you heard. <laughs> I remember when I was in school. Teacher get up there, and I go home, and my mother say, "What'd you learn today? What did teach today?" I don't know. That's the way we are when it comes to God's word. I really didn't really did know. 
but hey, I'd already had enough of it. I didn't want to come in there and tell her about it. Hello. I know y'all love school. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Don't forget what you've heard. Then God will bless you. For what? For doing it. For what? He will bless you for doing it. You are on the receiving end of what? The goodness of God. Hallelujah. You ought to say it. I am a doer of the word of God. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chapman, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas, come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit worshiptabernacle.tv and have a Jesus-filled day.